Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Just Want a Quilt, a research podcast coming out of Tulane University Law School. But we explore all kinds of things, stories about quilting, tools, field trips, maybe some famous quilters stop by, and of course, a little bit of copyright thrown in just for fun. This is Elizabeth Townsend Gard, your host, and I'm a law professor at Tulane University Law School and a faculty fellow at the A.B. Friedman School of Business at Tulane. And I just want to quilt. So today we're joined by Teresa McFarling. She's been on the show before. She's part of our quilting army, and we're talking about copyright. Specifically, we're talking about using quotes from uh, songs in quilts. So a lot of you have this question. We talk a lot about it, and we do a little bit of fair use work. Yep. Um, I'm Teresa McFarling from West Des Moines, Iowa. And we've ch- chatted before, right? Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, I am so... Okay. My Tom Petty quilt. So we are talking about Tom Petty quilts. What is that? Like, why? What is that? (laughs) Oh, it's, um, I don't know. It's like, so improv piecing, right? And improv words. Right. And I bought this book maybe 10 years ago. Uh It's Tanya Rikushi. I'm saying her last name wrong, but it's called Wordplay Quilt. Yeah, and just, I bought it, right. and of course it's I like studied thing. it. Wordplay quilts are like what? that. That book is really influential to a lot of people. That's a big yeah, book. I right. and it's not in print anymore, and it's like you can get it on Amazon for like a hundred dollars now. I think she needs to reprint it totally. Interesting. All right, wordplay yeah. quilts. Okay, so I'm there. Actually, somehow they have. You can get used ones that aren't terrible. Oh. New from $65. Yes. Used from $35. That is um, Oh, that's better. That's better. But yeah, yeah, that's weird that it's so expensive. Um, okay. So Wordplay Quilts. It's like I've interviewed a lot of people who read this book. This is like 2010. Uh, Tanya uh, to- Tonya? Tanya uh, Rikushi. Is that how you say it? It was, yeah, I don't know how you say it. I don't know. I follow Martin her on Hill. Instagram. And, yeah, <laughs> I don't and know it was how to like say her name. a thing. And it, it influenced many, many modern cultures. Many, 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 well, many, many. I think she was influenced by Gwen Marston. Uh-huh. Does that sound familiar yeah, if I'm saying her name right? Yeah. Um, I think she was pretty much a pioneer in the improv word stuff. And I think Tanya learned from her and then wrote this pattern book which I guard with my life yeah yes. I love it so much right. so yeah. improv quilting is to me um so I'm not I mean I'm basically a traditional quilter but when you read this wordplay quilt yeah. and then you start doing it um so there's no measuring there's no rotary cutting there's no right. um being trying to be precise it's just, I mean, I feel like Edward Scissorhands, and I'm down here just slicing and dicing, and it's a huge mess. It's 
the black so, and the neutrals get all over yeah. um, just because you're just trimming little bits. But it's the most freeing I've ever felt sewing. Like I literally really? laugh out loud sewing. So is it because I'm looking at it and you took a um, what you did is you took a quote from a Tom Petty song. Is that right? Yes. And yes. you made it into a quilt, which is really gorgeous. And, of course, taking a quote from uh, song lyrics is completely fine. Do you plan on um, selling it or making it into patterns, or is it just a one-off quilt? Yeah, it's just one-off. Yeah, it's, so um... It really doesn't matter. All right, so tell me, like, is it is pieced? Oh, I guess I see what you're doing. So the technique is... You just adding letter. You're adding bits. You're making. Is it help you to learn how to make the alphabet itself? Does it go through sort of strategy of each letter? Because each letter has I did things, and it didn't work. Like I I drafted it <laughs> and I put it in Excel to see how yeah. much room I needed for each letter, and uh-huh. it didn't work at all. It, <laughs> this is the way it turned out is nothing like how I pictured it in my head, and then like. With the first row, I'm learning to fly. I was like, okay, so let me adjust a little bit. And so then I adjusted and got back on course. And no, I followed nothing that I had planned. It is so measured pretty. And... Oh, my gosh. It's so pretty. And so then you put – what did you do? It's got – so you do the piecing of the letters as improv, and then do you put it into a particular quilt? It's so beautiful. It's so cool. It's so um... – I, Yeah, I have um, I have a huge bin of neutrals. Um that, I mean, I keep it pretty close to my sewing area, so I'm always yeah. digging in there for little creative, funky bits of neutrals. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I just started piecing them together, and then when I had enough to do the letter, I just cut that one up, cut that little chunk of improv bits up. Oh, and so then you did the improv bits the letter. and then made the letter. That's really interesting. It's really cool. We'll post a picture of it. It is so interesting. Um, okay, so do you – let's chat a little bit more. So do you have questions about it in terms of the technique? Is that protected, do you think, the technique from the book? Um, no, I mean, so do you mean as far as, like, if she's copyrighted, copyrighted it? Yeah. Or? Yeah, can she keep it? No, I think um, – I think it's more like the song in itself. It's um, yeah. like it's Tom Petty's lyrics, and I looked it up, and Tom Petty wrote it. And I mean, we had gone to the um, to Tom Petty's concert like three months before he passed away. Yeah. Uh, um, and you know, I'm a child of the '80s, um, right? As far as music goes, and that was a big um, one. Yeah, I mean, so my teenage angst years was was lived with a lot of uh, Tom Petty and. Yeah. Def Leppard and Journey and <laughs> Speedwagon. Right. I mean, songs are so important um, in my yeah. teenage angst years. So, I mean, I mean, it's yeah. Tom Petty's lyrics, and he did write them, but he's passed away. Um, so that's really interesting. So, I, so, so the fact that he passed away um, – can we do a little copyright lesson? So the fact that he passed yeah. away doesn't change the status of the work. I mean, it, it starts the clock. <laughs> So once he passed away, we knew how long the term of copyright would last, which is life plus 70. So it's still under copyright for 70 years, um, the song, if, if he wrote it. Did he write the song? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that is fine. Copyright's long. But what you're doing, I think, 
first of all, it's just, it's your expression of that particular lyric and it's just a quote. And quotes, you can use quotes. So that comes under fair use. So you're um, expressing yourself and you're sad and you're whatever um, and you want to express it and that's completely fine. Using a quote in a quilt, particularly if you're not going to be selling the pattern or selling, you know, multiple versions of it. But even then, I think it would be really hard-pressed to say that you couldn't do that. You're not using any kind of image of him. It is just uh, that. And the thing that's so cool is that you kind of, are they, what are those things that you, are they like flying geese, like improv flying geese? It looks like you've got birds in it, right? It's got that kind of birdie thing. So again, you're kind of, commenting on the lyric by adding in the stuff that you had I don't know I think it's really beautiful I would not be concerned at all on the copyright side of taking a quote now if you had used his image or something else then that's a whole other thing then you have to go into transformative but quoting taking a quote from a lyric that's fine copyright's okay with that so, so then would it have been, cause I meant to add his, uh, name at the bottom, but yeah. I was sick of it at that point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's labeled finding Tom Petty, but yeah. would it have been more, uh, I don't know right, what the right word is like right, right of attribution to add his name at the bottom. No, you don't have to. I mean, it's on your, you don't have, I mean, it's your artistic thing. So you could put it on the label. You could say this is inspired, you know, this is a lyric from this song on the lyric, on the thing, uh, copyright doesn't require you to have right of attribution on things, which is super, super weird. Um, but our culture does. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think you're fine on every level. I mean, that's the thing that's so interesting is people get very worried about like song lyrics a lot of the time. And if you are doing this, this is definitely transformative of that, of that. You didn't use very much of it. It's a quote you're commenting on it in some way by what you did with the kind of almost bird-like things that you added um, so that I think it's great. I mean, I think it's a great example of like why copyright I was kind of, uh, yeah, I was kind of um, shocked by the feedback I got back because I entered it in Iowa State Fair and I entered it in the Des Moines Quilt Guild show and I got really good feedback on it. I have a spot where my binding was bad and I knew it, but I didn't fix it because I just didn't think it was a contender for any kind of ribbon, but I am going to fix it. And I think I'm going to enter it, try to enter it in the modern quilt con in quilt con. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be great. It's really beautiful. It's so great. Thanks. It really is. Yeah. I I need to make more. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say on the copyright side, you know, it's quotes are good quotes are easy quotes are you know especially if you're commenting criticizing and you're commenting on it by the way you i mean there's more it just does transform those lyrics in really nice ways and we like transformative uses you didn't use the whole song you're not commercializing it so there's four factors you look at for fair use one is um and and all i mean we don't even have to go through them but for that for this one you know if you're using a quote of something 
it's fine. Quotes are good. We like quotes. We like so things. that's interesting that you say that because I'm doing one that is the whole one tin soldier song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say I'm doing it loosely. Yeah. It's been in the works for five years and yeah. I'm still not even halfway done. But um, so if that's the whole song, is that different? Well, I mean, so, right. So let me get the four factors up. Let's take a look. I think you're fine, but I'm not your lawyer and let's do fair use since we have time. Uh, so I'm yeah. gonna, let me pull it up because it's better um, for me to do it that way because I'm I don't like relying on okay. memory. Okay, so <laughs> section one hundred seven. So you get so um, we can say with Tom Petty. So Tom Petty writes a song. He gets a copyright on it um, for that song. He probably registers it with the copyright office um, to get better yeah. protection than just writing it because it doesn't give you very much protection. Um, and then, but then we say as a society, you can't just, it's not an absolute property right for his life plus 70 years. We all have to be able to use it in different scenarios. And one of them is fair use. So here's the preamble. So notwithstanding, uh, notwithstanding the provisions of section 106 and 106A, so those are the exclusive rights you get and moral rights in artistic works. So we're not going to, we're going to, we're going to put that aside. The fair use of a copyrighted work, including such use by reproduction in copies or photo, re- photo records, are or by any other means specified by that section. And this is for the purposes of criticism. So you're taking a copyrighted work, the fair use of a copyrighted work for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, including multiple copies for classroom use, scholarship, or research is not an infringement of copyright. So that's the preamble. And what we see is that art is very, very strongly protected by copyright. Um, and so we include art as, under criticism or comment um, or other sort of things. Uh, in determining whether the use made of a work in any particular case is a fair use, the factors shall be considered. So you don't get like, oh, if I only use 10%, and there's no such thing. So you have to go through this four-factor test, and we can go through it. So we also see that, uh, as I said, art gets protected in like crazy significant ways. Um, so let's look at the four factors. Uh, the first one, the purpose and character of the use, that's your use, including whether such use is of commercial nature or nonprofit educational purpose. Okay, so this is the big one. Number one and four are huge. So number one, we're going to ask, what's the purpose of your use? And are you commercial? Are you making a commercial? Are you making actual commercial mm-hmm. that you're going to put on TV? No. Are you going to yeah. commercialize it and sell it in like mass quantities? No. no. I would be dead before no. it's <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then being a commercial nature or a nonprofit nature doesn't, isn't dispositive, but you can kind of see that like if you were using it in a classroom, you were teaching people how to do something, not think about not a quilting classroom, but you're in an elementary school classroom and you're teaching people using Tom Petty song, how to do something. Right. So we're going to be, uh, but it's not dispositive. Okay. The nature of the copyrighted work. So this isn't a creative work. It's, a song, the song, it, the nature of the work goes back to the original work, and it's a song. So we give it stronger protection than, say, like a database or like a history book, right? It gets stronger protection because it took more theoretically to be, it took more creativity to be created, to be, you know, done. Um, the amount and substantiality of the portion used in relationship to the copyrighted work as a whole. Oh, 
we have to go back to one in one more second. Um, so you didn't take very much, right? You took one bit. So that helps. That, that's in your favor. So, uh, and then the effective use of, on the potential market of the copyrighted work. Okay, so how is, is your quilt going to somehow affect the marketplace or the licensing opportunities for the Tom Petty song? Yeah, no. no. Yeah, yeah, no way. Right? Okay, so then there's one more yeah. component that's really important, which is under number one. And that's this concept of transformative use. And what we're seeing in courts is that it's getting stronger and stronger, this concept of... So if you take... There was just a recent Andy Warhol case where they had uh, taken a photograph. I think they even had licensed it, which never made any sense to me. But they had taken a photograph of Prince, and then Andy Warhol had done all his Andy Warholness to it, you know, made it all totally different. It was like his face but it was like with purple and pink and all kinds of weird stuff it just looked very different than the photograph and the court in that case said it was transformative and it was a fair use so we're seeing that if the art especially for art cases if the art is making it it has a different message it is taking it and putting all kinds of weird things on it and doing things to it the courts are seeing it as protected which is what you did right you took the lyrics and you transformed it into another kind of messagey thing. Um, and you didn't right. take very much. Okay. So, I mean, I think that that's what's so interesting about it. And I really hope that people, quilters, get uh, do. we're writing about it. So I've written a teeny tiny book about it. Now we're writing a bigger book about all these sort of strategies for copyright and fair use. Um, but fair use is our friend. And, and what you're doing totally falls under fair use, at least in my opinion, uh, my regular human opinion, right? not your... Yeah. yeah. So then that leads me to another thing. So, yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell I love quotes and poetry and music. Yeah. And But um, I found a poem online, and it's so good. I'll have to send you a picture of it. Yeah. But I love it so much that I stitched it out, and I'm actually going to enter it in our Guild's President's Challenge. Yeah. But I can't find the author anyway. Where I mean, I found it on Reddit just as a screenshot yeah and I love it and I I gave it a title because it didn't have a title yeah but I can't find an author anywhere I mean how do I I I think that you say that in you know I think you say unknown author or sort of you know um or put put the put where you found it but again I think what you're doing with the poem is transforming it um in really interesting ways now is it a market replacement you know if you are you selling it? Like you go through all of that that list, and I don't think that's what you're doing. So I mean, I think you know, will quilt shows be freaked out about it? I don't know, you know, because they may have a different standard. Everybody can sort of decide what they want. Some publishers a lot a while back weren't allowing fair use, which was really stupid because you need quotes and things, but they were too afraid of litigation. But no one's gonna. I mean, who's gonna sue you, right? Like that's really the end result. And what would happen if the person who had the poem got upset with you? you would get a notice, like, don't put it in a quilt show, you know, or take it down. Um, and you probably just take it down, right? Um, and that's, so, so it's really not like some lowly, starving artist poet is going to have the resources to bring legal action no. against me. It's more like, uh, am, I a, am I a mean person? Am no, I right. not a moral person? Right. Am I... No. And, and I have to say that, I mean, there's la- layers, right? Copyright's an economic system. I remember I was at the Holocaust Museum, and um, I had asked them if they had gotten permission for these Nazi things. It was this whole exhibit about Nazis. And they said, 
uh, one of the, not the, not the institution, but one of the scholars working on it said, who cares, they're Nazis. And that sort of freaked me out because copyright isn't like that, right? We don't have a like, well, if you're a Nazi, you don't get copyright. Um, so right. there's no moral, it's an economic system. So yeah, then, but, yeah, then okay. you get, but then you put on the layer of um, culture and custom. So in that situation, like Nazis weren't going to sue the, the Holocaust Museum. That would be, I mean, they would just be like, bring it on, right? Um, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But in our quilting world, that's different. So we really believe that we respect the pattern makers. We respect, respect who we're inspired by. We respect the photograph that's used. Um, we're all about sort of trace because we're built on that, right? Where did the block come from? You know, when you know, all these things. We like our history. And so as part of the culture of who we are, we do provenance. That's why we made this provenance. We made a provenance book um, so you can record everything as you go so you can keep track of all of it. And um, that's why, because as a culture, as a, co- a community, we do care. So, I mean, I do think that you say anonymous, you know, in search of the author kind of thing. This this was a beautiful poem that was found on da da da. Still in search of the author, um, you know, something like that. You can also put on if you put it up. If anyone knows of the author, please let me know because I would love to. Um, show them what they've inspired or whatever, you know, so. Oh, I, sure. You know, sure. I think, but that's custom. Does that make sense? So I think that's all very important. The copyright, it's not about like, are you going to go to copyright jail? No. Are you going to get sued? Probably not, right? It has to be registered. It has to go to federal court. It's all kind of, I mean, it's all very like, it's a lot, yeah. you know. Are, are they going to like try to scare you? Probably not, right? I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I mean, I try to put myself in that position. If I wrote something beautiful and I saw it two years later on yeah. a quilt, what would I? I mean, and that happens. Like you see on Facebook, these weird companies that have posted pictures of other people's hard work. Yeah. And they're just selling blankets that are well, and that part pictures really... of quilts somebody right. made. And... Well, and that one is even more scandalous because they're not, they're just trying to get your credit card information. They're not actually selling you copies of the they're taking images of quilts they did this with the um the movie industry for cds they are putting up pictures of quilts that they are saying you can get for 50 bucks which we all know is just like it would be a scam right like you take a photograph and and print it on something so already are sort of this can't be real is already happening um but it has you never get the quilt it's just a credit card scam so, so then how does Facebook not recognize these over and over and over idea. again? I don't know. But it's like a, hmm. you know, I talked to somebody at um, a major studio about it when it started, when I first learned about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's been happening to us for years. And he said, and then what happens is they didn't, for the, at least for the movie studios, they never get their CD and so or their DVD. And they complain to the movie studio. And the movie studio is like, uh, you didn't buy it from us and that wasn't real? So there, you know, this is kind of like an FBI, you know, 
uh, federal I- issue that happens. That, but it's co- it's, wow. it's um, fraud of it's credit card fraud. I mean, they're using it's wow. copyright infringement too because they're using it, an authorized reproduction of a, an image, right? But that's it's not for the you don't get anything. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, totally right. I think really what it yeah. is though is you know if you know. If it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true, you know? Yeah, I just think there's so many people out there that don't know the difference between a quilt and a... I mean, and they look like they're selling quilts, but they're not. Yeah. They're like... They're not selling any. Pre-printed. Yeah, pre-printed. People they're are like, oh my gosh, that. this yeah. Chicago yeah. Cubs quilt that yeah, exactly. is $50. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you try to get be vigilante and keep commenting on all of them, but you can't keep up with them. No, I mean, and the thing is, I mean, I think that it kind of... I mean, I think you have to educate people. And I think that's what our next phase of our project is, is, um, you know, we're just about, we've just, we're just publishing like this weekend, um, three new book, three titles, and we have a few more in the works. And the goal is really just education. So people feel confident in what they're doing. And, you know, and we see that already happening with the Facebook group, don't you think? I mean, we're, we're getting consistently people, people know, people are learning copyright and it's amazing. And it's, it's the law that protects creativity. So any creative should be, you know, learning the copyright they need to know to be confident in what they're doing. It, it, it impacts your choices um, as you're right, as you're creating. So if you wonder, can I do this? Can I not do this? Um, when you could easily say, yeah, this is your trans, this is, what you did is a transformative use. It's non-commercial. You used a small bit of it, and it's not impacting the market. That is a really easy thing to sort of know, right? And that makes yeah, you confident yeah. to sort of do that. It's easy. And if someone says, well, you know, you're not allowed to do that, even a quilt show, you can be like, look, I'm asserting my fair use, and this is my fair use analysis I did. And, you know, it's legal. So, you know, push back a bit. So that's yeah. what I'm doing. You know, hmm. empowerment. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I am going to submit Tom Petty into quilt. Con- I don't know if it'll get accepted, but yeah, well, keep it's us my next goal that. in life is to I get a quilt accepted somewhere. That's so. very cool. Well, keep us posted. And again, sort of, um, I'll be really curious to see um, what they ask for in terms of, you know, how they respond to it. But I mean, I think it totally falls into fair use. It's just not a problem. And as I said, the courts are going are going pretty far with artwork in terms of what counts as transformative. And that means you don't have to get permission. I mean, if it's under fair use, you're not getting permission from the author. You're not you're not giving them a royalty or you're not a li- getting a license. Fair use allows you to use it without asking permission. Right. Yeah, that's interesting that you said, you know, as far as what the quilt con powers that be will think of it um, or comment as far as, like yeah. you said, um, what their initial reactions will be. Yeah, that'll be interesting to yeah. get. Um, be yeah, because I I don't know. I have um, a lot of these in my mind that I want to get done. Not exactly the same, but that mm-hmm. I want to do. But they're more like um, display in my own home, but that impacts me on a daily basis. Yeah, and, and for that, copyright, copyright says if it's for personal use and even show a public display, like if they don't see quilts as a public display which i think is super interesting um you can do what you want to do i mean it's an economic system if you're not putting it into the stream you know the stream of commerce you're fine 
You're totally fine. It's 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 when you start yeah. to sell things. And I think for the quilt shows, they worry. But, you know, again, if you have a legitimate, like, a fair use analysis or this is in the public domain or whatever it is that you're explaining about the copyright part, you're fine. You should be fine. Yeah. yeah. So It's interesting, too, because I don't know. Um, I've never, like, associated with QuiltCon or the Modern Quilt Guild. So it'll be interesting to see how. Yeah, totally. I that outside a of a quilt guild operates. I love your, yeah. I mean, seriously, I love it. I think it's such a cool quilt. I can't wait to see what its journey is. Yeah, it's really <laughs> we'll cool. see what happens. Totally. I got to fix that binding. Me and binding are not friends. I, I don't understand. know why. You know who, um, Ebony Love is coming out with a whole binding book thing. She's obsessed with binding. You should, uh, I'm supposed to interview about it, but she's got a new book all about binding. And she said she's totally, oh. like, completely obsessed. So you might check yeah. that out. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but that's what she's been talking about on Facebook. And she's she's got cool Yeah, stuff. that'll be interesting because that's my goal this year to focus on binding. Being, oh, being a better totally binder. -er. Better binder. Well, she's doing that. That's what her book is. I, again, I haven't seen the book yet, but that's all of it. Like she said that she's just a binding obsessed. So I think that's really interesting. We'll have to have see if she's Yeah, like, that'll be good. Yes. Binding yeah, is... I haven't found any really great resources on binding. So. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I have like this one, uh, I have a stack of quilts that need to be bound. <laughs> it's really yeah. binding. <laughs> it's so sad and pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm finally at the point where I have a couple that need binding. I'm working on this hand applique quilt that takes all of my extra hand sewing time but I'm just like yeah. why am I not getting that done why so funny. I don't know it's so funny I've been taking um the quilts to um faculty meetings so every time I come with a different so I figure like if I have to be in a faculty meeting which is not my favorite place to be um then I'll do yeah. the binding which is not my favorite thing to do so it seems like a perfect sort of <laughs> it's a perfect match yeah. of like okay you we'll know I told done. my husband that too because yeah. I work from home a couple days a week now and I was like why do I not bind these and just sit there on these dumb conference calls yeah totally right and, and right. do binding totally i think that's totally yeah. i don't know can't get there yet yeah it's funny <laughs> yeah. well you have to be prepared that's the thing is like the meetings like that's my other thing is like you got that's why binding's better than other things because you got to be like i tried uh piecing and hand piecing but you had to be so prepared because you can't be like you, you know binding's quiet and you just need like thread and a needle so you know the binding will get done. I just need to be on more committees, I think. So, you know. Yeah. Have you ever done machine binding? I'm not good at it. So maybe Ebony's thing will help me because it turns out I just am so dis disappointed in it. Um, so yeah. do you do machine binding? No, I'm bad at it. So. Yeah. So maybe she'll revolutionize the binding world by her book. I don't know. I wonder if her ears will be burning that we're talking about her. But we need her. We need her binding. It would be great to get yeah. everything bound. Like, I'd like to catch up, you know? It'd be really nice not to have the pile of quilts that, like, you know, just haunt me. Or looking at you every day, yeah. You know? I'd be like, yeah. So, um, sometimes I just, yeah. like, we just start using them and forget about the binding part. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you sew every day? I, yes, not lately because I've been yeah. writing. And it seems like writing and sewing don't go together. So either, yeah. I think it's like the same kind of creative process. But yeah, I try to sew at least a little bit every day. Do you sew every day? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 I mean, I do go through slumps like 
couple times a year where I'm like, I don't even want to look at that sewing machine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I do every day. It's nice, isn't it? I have a sweet spot um, when I'm done working. Cause I go into work so early, so I'm usually yeah. done by three. And um, and my husband doesn't get home until five. So oh, I nice. have that sweet spot every that day where... Nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I have a tendency to quilt at night. Like, I think I'm going up to bed, but then I quilt for a little while. And it's just oh, a nice, nice. It's a nice, like, transition, you know? It's what you're saying, that it sweet is. spot. And, um, yeah. And I go on sabbatical just after Thanksgiving for nine months. And so I think there'll be a lot more quilting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I will say my husband thinks quilts just kind of make themselves because he never really sees me sewing sometimes. Oh, that's interesting. And then that one's always like, a, that's so funny. That's like you're a uh, quilt yeah. fairy or elf. Uh, Ron's dad used to, um, uh, when, when I was in high school and college, Ron, my husband, um, we would have a puzzle out. And then in the morning, like all the hard parts were done. He was like a puzzle fairy. So you're like a quilt fairy. Yeah. We would literally That's say, amazing. we just got to go to bed. The puzzle fairy will take care yeah. of it because we can't deal with this puzzle anymore. Yeah, the puzzle fairy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. hopefully it gets accepted in QuiltCon, no guarantees, but I hope it does. Yeah. I hope it does. If it doesn't, I'm just going to make another one and yeah. submit that one. Yeah. Now, are you going to do any of our in- the inventory quilts? Are you Have you thought about inventory quilts at all for our new project? Um, so, kind of weird. I um, I had actually started one, so I have so many blues um, uh-huh. scraps, and so I had just started one, Like, oh, cool. and then I saw your post, and I was like, awesome. oh, I'm kind of doing this. Um, yeah, totally. It's going to go on And it was while. interesting. My One of my blue scrap bins is almost empty oh, doing this quilt. Nice, and I'm like, right? That's cool. Yeah, and then I had started a pink one that's almost, well, halfway done, trying to get rid of some pink scraps. And I don't even know how I buy pink. I'm not a, attracted to pink, but I end up that's with funny. this huge scrap bit of pink. I found with the, I did one that's a rainbow one. That's my first one. Now I'm doing a Tula one. I'm going to try to do a red one. But um, I like it because it feels like you're using all those fabrics that are being neglected. I, find, I like that quite a bit. Um, but I also found that I had to go buy stuff because I had no brown, no brown, like three browns. That's just pathetic. So that also the isn't that interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of, yeah. You really do recognize, like, okay, I have three bins of blue. Hmm. We need to stop buying blue, right? Uh, so yeah. Interesting. But then do you keep buying blue? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> yeah. so pretty. How could you not buy that blue fabric, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. The blues and the teals are just like, oh, I need all of them. Yes, the teals. Oh, the teals—they get me every time. They're so pretty, and I have an obsession with gray too. So we got a lot of gray. But um, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the quilts that come out of that prompt. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it, and um, Willow seems really enthusiastic. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and. Yeah. We have, um, we have, Occult is one of our sponsors, our big sponsor, and we have little spon- we have a lot of little sponsors, but um, it'll be interesting. I think also, once we get through the new year, we're going to try to see if pattern makers will come on and do their own patterns um, as inventory quilts, so sort of see if we can sort of have inspiration from the pattern makers. Oh, sense. interesting, and that's yeah. after the first of the year, because um, a yeah. couple friends and I are working on... Um, I can't say too much, but we're yeah. working on something amazing I've never seen before. Cool. Um, are you kidding? Yeah. Are you going to make it into a pattern? Yeah. 
cool. We're yeah, to come yeah, that's on the and goal. We can yeah. feature it and people can buy it. And we've got this whole thing. Yes. So will it be a digital product? Yeah. Um, I don't, well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's, um, it's more like a teaching kind of opportunity. Oh, that's um, so cool. I just haven't awesome. seen anything like it. And awesome. yeah, so we're kind of working on that. Um, do you think you're going to yeah, do so, like a, a class or online or do you know what you're like, I'm looking at platforms right now for all the things we've been doing. So I'm curious, will you do it as an in-person opportunity or a book or do you not know yet what you're going to do? Um, probably not in person, um, but we'll see how it progresses. It's, um, yeah, it's a really, really neat idea. And I think it's, I mean, I think it's when I was quilting or even when I'm, when I'm learning quilting, I would have loved this. So so I'm hoping that. And you're being um, so super clever because, you know, ideas are not protected. So you keep that close until you've got the fix. It's fixed and it's out there. Um, cause anybody can take your idea and use it, you know, that's, ideas yeah. And I have a tendency to run my mouth. I'm like, this is so exciting. Let me tell the world. <laughs> yes, so, not yet. I'm trying to, <laughs> well, you guys have to come back and, is... and, uh, we'll do a podcast about it. It will be great. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. We'll keep you in the loop on it. Cause it's, um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Awesome. The fact that it's new and exciting and you, honestly, you don't find that that much anymore with yeah. quilting. Yeah. There's a lot out there already, isn't there? Well, yeah. awesome. I totally love spending time with you. And thank you for rescheduling. Our um, The uh, internet wasn't working at all. It was totally insane um, for that. and uh, had to reschedule everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. No problem. Uh, it yeah, was terrible. Thank so you. the internet, internet wasn't working, and we had a boil alert for like four days or five days, we, a, boil, a water boil alert. So it was like, you know, things are going well Was that here. because of the um, – No. Was I, it the, the no. hard rock – cafe oh i know it was the same time when the building fell down no it it had nothing to do with that it just our city gets low pressure on the water and then um and then it has to do a boil alert boil advisory and boil alert so it was on for part of the city where we live for like four or five days and the restaurants are horrible yeah so you couldn't get like all the restaurants in our area were really freaking out too because you you know they had didn't have water to use really you know that's horrible. I oh my know, gosh. Right? I know. <laughs> like what others like do other cities have this? I don't know. But New Orleans, we have boil of boil advisories a lot here. It's ridiculous. No, I haven't heard of that since nineteen sixty seven. I don't exactly. know. No. I, it's yeah. true. It's so true. But we live in a that's if it's gonna happen anywhere, it would totally be New Orleans. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds awful. And you always hear about it after you've taken a bath and or brush your teeth you're like oh crap (laughs) yeah yeah you know (laughs) where are those extra antibiotics i saved exactly exactly you're like ah we'll be fine so cool yeah 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 you're fine so are you quilting today what are you doing today i am Um, my son who lives in denver came out for a quick visit um so we're gonna go to the apple orchard pumpkin time stuff and Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do something other than spend my whole day in my sewing room. So that is nice. We'll see how that goes. Well, I hope you yeah. have a lovely time. I'm so glad we chatted. This is so great. Um, are you cool with us posting this? Are you? Do you need to review it? Do I what? Do you need to review before I post? Uh no, uh, no, not at all. Awesome, cool. 
awesome. Well, we'll let you know. Yeah. It's We're a little behind on everything, but it's because of market. We go to market next week and it's just like the most oh, insane cool. thing ever. So, um, yeah. but you know, after that freedom. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks again for chatting and your quilt is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, thank you. I'm crossing my finger and it gets accepted. We'll see. Cool. Awesome. All right. Take care. We'll, we'll chat soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. So you've been listening to just one, a quilt, a research podcast coming out of Tulane university law school. And I'm Elizabeth Townsend guard. If you like this podcast, keep listening. Also, we have a Facebook group. Come join us. We talk about a lot of things. We also have an Instagram account. And of course, most importantly, I really hope you get a chance to quilt today. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.